Keep the change, you filthy animal. Sorry, that wasn't the best one, but hello, we are Book Record Beer, sitting down for another uh, mini-cast, mini-sode. All united. All united. We're back. It feels really good. I mean, this could not be more united. This is like a family affair. It is a family it's, affair. Uh, yeah, Literally. This is, this is as familial as we get. So, uh, as always, we have Daniel DeFranco. Hey, uh, Nick Gregorio. Hey, everybody. Michael Mahalik is back behind the screen. <laughs> uh, and uh, and our, our, our partner in crime and, and, and mine in life, uh, Jillian, is Podcast here today as well. guest. Hello, hello. Oh, nice. Look at that. Yeah. Like she's a natural. <laughs> um, so we are going to be talking about something that I really want to take a moment and really pump up, which is one story from New York. Um, they uh, have these tiny, like, real beautifully looking uh, stories that come to your mailbox once a month for twenty dollars. Hold like it that. up again for the listener. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> such an idiot. I keep doing that shit. Um, but the, I, I found, I like stumbled upon them. Had you guys heard of them before? They're very small, super tiny. I feel like I've come yeah, across easily. Them you can trip over them. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the oh, you're talking about the physical thing. They're, they're like six by four inches. Um, I get it. And they they send one story a month, hence one story. Um, but they're also like a straight up not for profit, right? Funded by. Um, uh, Amazon Literary Partnership, the National Endowment for the Arts, all of those. Um, and they do tons of things for education, right? And so, like, when we think about, uh, you know, who we're trying to pump up here, obviously local presses and, and you know, uh, new authors and things of that nature. But um, I also, this press is, is a really good one because they are literally, their words, devoted to promoting the art of the short story and supporting the authors who write them. And out of the ones I've gotten, uh more than half have been um, the first time a writer has been published. Now, I know, Daniel, you thought that was probably... Uh... I think it's a load of shit. <laughs> yeah. It oh is funny. Like, a lot of them, a I lot mean, of the can't... authors are like running presses themselves and stuff like yeah. that. And this is their first published work. So, you know, they're in the game. I don't know how I, sure. I can argue that or they can they can say, no, they've never published before. I just yeah. feel like when a, when a publication, when they tout that, I sure. feel like that's a, that's a carrot for people that haven't published to pay money to submit to their press. I Maybe. feel like if we start tagging them in our posts, they're going to be like, that fucking Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> um, but but uh, this one, I, I, I found it especially satisfying. Uh, it's called The King of the Animals by Josh Russell. And um, this one, you know, my first question to everybody, uh, and I'll sum it up real quick, and then I'm, I'm going to ask that, but uh, it essentially has and begins with uh, a young boy in the shower, his mother rips him out of the shower, ass naked, on his front lawn as his house burns down on uh, payback night, um, which is uh, essentially something started by the uh, the brand new president who has was dubbed the king of the animals by uh, his um, you know rival during the election. Who do you think they're talking about? Right. So that's my first question. <laughs> <laughs> who do we think? <laughs> Do we think uh, that the you know sort of direct calls uh, and parallels uh, were too on the nose? Hmm. Yes, but it worked. So that's interesting. I did not expect you to say that. I expected Nick yeah. to be like, "This is why I thought it was." I contain. I contain multitudes. Sir. Wow, <laughs> a world, <laughs> a universe inside. Um, yeah, no, I, I was, I was thinking that as, re as I was reading, I was like, wow, 
I'm not getting pulled out nearly as much as I thought I would with sort of these references. So um, essentially we have the dad of Lucas, the young naked boy on the front lawn uh, is, is total lefty. Whereas, uh, you know, um, was it like Ben's of Maine deodorant? Yeah, and, Tom's uh, of Maine. Tom's of Maine deodorant. Oh, I remember that deodorant. And uh, <laughs> so yeah. strong, you only have to wear it once a week. Whatever their yeah, slogan is, shirt, which, by the way, <laughs> you should not. Of it. Bullshit. It is bullshit. Actually, <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as an antiperspirant. I, I don't. There think is. The and I have it. To... What? I found it. You better wrote me a note. Before I, I will. Leave. I will. <laughs> the, the toothpaste doesn't work. It really works. Well <laughs> Just put foil under your armpits. I think it's the same. Oh my god! So bloody. Yeah, Jesus. The um, so so dad's total lefty, and he's like on, you know, all the social media calling out the, the new president and stuff like that. And on, you know, um, what payback night or whatever, uh, he's almost to blame, right? For for that, um, he has colon cancer, goes goes to the hospital, and you know is uh, uh immediately sort of removed. His health care is taken away from him. The president to, took the health care away. That. For all of the people that right. were opposed to him, yeah, right, um, uh, that wasn't clear. It seemed like they, he just said healthcare was taken away, which right, is what right. our current president or administration is what they did. Again, yeah, yeah. yeah. So direct parallel there. Uh, the mother is an immigrant from Sweden, Sweden which I thought was fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, you know uh, Trump is is touting, oh, why can't we be more like? And that always comes up. Why can't we be more like the? Uh, you know, sort of Nordic societies and stuff yeah. like that. White. Um, yeah. Who else said yeah. that? Jack. Somebody else said that? Well, it's the, yeah. it's always an Somebody education. Got a mustache. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, always an, it's always an education, too. Like, oh, Finland's number one. Yeah. Uh, they have corporal punishment in class. Homogeneous. Uh, they're homogeneous. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, that's, that's why. In any case, um, so then they, this is the big thing, right? So their house burnt down. They have nowhere to go. Yep. Except and for so where do they end up? Ikea. Yay. <laughs> it's, but they're protected because the mother is Swedish. Right. Right. So that's their like, uh, you know, realm that they can dwell in because uh, she's like, I, what did they even call that? Like, it's um, like um, we, we used to be able to go into a church. Amnesty. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and they're able to. Yeah. It's like uh, she said we're on a pogrom and I actually don't know what that word means. <laughs> I read it, pogrom. <laughs> she just said program wrong? No, I, no, I don't think so. No, I, I haven't got any typos in a one story yet, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's her one. Well, no, I mean, like, because she had an accent. She was Swedish, and that was our oh, one chance oh, to right. hear her voice. I'm going to look the word up. Continue. Yeah, so um, oh. essentially, they're there for quite some time, and then we see... Okay. Well, know, I think it's important to note, though, too, that she's not the only Swede that has mm-hmm. run to Ikea. Absolutely, yeah. So... Uh, let me since we're, we're we're still on the subject pogrom is what the mom says yeah she says we're on a pogrom uh, sure. a pogrom I'm not even sure I'm saying it right how do you say this dictionary.com <laughs> <laughs> okay pogrom oh, okay pogrom, pogrom. Yeah. wrong inflection on the right <laughs> syllable <laughs> an organized massacre especially oh, of Jews whoa wait a so minute so she likens their ousting <gasps> yeah to Makes the sense. Holocaust essentially. Yeah. Oh, wow. There we go. Another layer added. All right. And I well, just glazed over it. I just repainted your walls with my brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? It's funny. Like all of those callbacks and all the direct sort of parallels and stuff like that kept it the story light. And that was going to be my mm. argument was when I was reading it, you know, it's all heavy shit and it's all happening right now. And you skate, a, you skate across it though. Right. And that's the that's the real thing that's been most sort of like 
uh, horrifying and 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 sort of difficult to come to terms with for me is is just the extreme anger. Right, we can think back to when we did Phil, uh, and and just how, how fucking pissed we were, and I'm still that pissed. But it's like you can't satirize anything anymore because the bar just keeps on moving constantly, and you can't really stay angry at anything for too long anymore. Like when does change happen? When you have even just enough time to be angry enough to then sort of develop a plan to yeah. attack this thing. And now there's so many things and it almost seems purposeful with how many things there are mm. that, that you absolutely can't. And then with this, it's, it, it, I felt like was doing this great job of showing just like how looking at the story, we, we should be appalled, right? We should be shocked. It should be, you know, uh, dystopian or it should be, you know, some, some like non realist piece. And yet it is. And we just can turn the page mm -hmm. and, and keep turning the page and, and, and smile and smirk and, and, and whatever. Um, I thought that was really well done. I thought that was one of the, the real big shining points for me. That's always something in my mind that when it's pulled off successfully, it, it just, it, it, makes a, a piece of work better i'm teaching um sherman alexi's the absolute true absolutely true diary of a part-time indian oh fantastic um, oh i like that one yeah it's great Made me but cry. It's, it's super super dark yeah yeah but he keeps you laughing it's true um really successfully and another There's one numerous boners throughout yo i feel like the boners of <laughs> masturbation keeps it really light and this is gonna sound stupid this is gonna sound real stupid sure. but in <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, the third Thor film, okay. it told the darkest story possible out of any of the previous 16 Marvel films. And it wrapped, it told it in, as a comedy. Huh. And it was wildly successful because no of it. No shit. Yeah. And I tend to think that if you play things straight, really dark, just go for it. Oftentimes it just, it, 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 it crumbles beneath the weight of its own self. Hmm. That's a, so. yeah, that's a really, that's a really 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 clever image there's three thor movies hell yeah <laughs> whose keys are these <laughs> um yeah i i i really I, I agree with you there because um the thing that i i and then we and i'm know, out to play devil's advocate <laughs> yeah to play devil's advocate though it's like when does the the point come that we need to maybe realize that we need to kind of like mm. have that weight on our shoulders a little bit and that we have to let it sit there for a bit to be moved to action to kind of you know make it make it less you know to, to work to to make it less we've, it we've been blessed right we haven't had to shoulder any real real burden for how many years right you know well for, i don't and that's what i was talking for two to, generations essentially right absolutely a full you generation know, maybe since the great generation might be might be three you know and uh, depending on why you want to go. i mean vietnam war there was so yeah yeah people yeah. actually and you know the 60s people did have legit shit to uh to contend with so yeah. they say because they won't stop talking about it so <laughs> yeah. i gotta assume that it's true <laughs> yeah and you know it's funny i i uh, am teaching uh persepolis currently that's great and um with that you have uh marjane and and one of the things that that i think is real a turning point for her terms of loss of innocence is uh she has this chapter the f-14s the f-14s go right by her father's high-rise where, where he works and i was like how freaked out do we get when a helicopter's too low yeah and, and complicate that helicopter's too low and there's a searchlight going in everybody's backyard that's terrifying imagine fighter jets you know we right. never in america have really had to to experience that unless I, they're on drill 
Right, right. And it, it's something that I think that 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 reality of something is definitely horribly wrong and we might not see tomorrow type thing. Right. You're not you see it happening and it just chips away just it's a little thin by little. layer by thin layer until you're left with nothing until as the story shows like you're on the run. Like, where the fuck are you going to go? Yeah. yeah. Like, London I, crumbled. I, Boston was in ruins. Paris was right. in ruins. You know, we just hopped on I-85 and headed south to fucking where? Who knows? They're going to Florida, but is Florida going to be there? Jesus. Right. But what I appreciated, too, is not only like, the, the vision, the image that stuck with me was the dad had pancreatic cancer, dying in the hospital, was kicked out, left on the bus stop. And then someone passerby had to give him what? A homeless fare. woman. A homeless yeah. woman had to give him money to get to Ikea. And meanwhile, people are still waiting in line at Starbucks. Yeah. Like that to that, me was that like, is, yeah. you know, there's a military outside of the Ikea. These kids like basically it's not military escape. Even. It's, it's militia, right? Militia. That's yeah. right. Militia. And it's, then these kids yeah. basically well, well organized. Yeah. yeah. Right? The Ikea yeah. to go to what? Target? Yeah. And then, you know, make it, you know, make their way back. But to note, like, people are just shopping in Target. People are just waiting in yeah. line at Starbucks. Meanwhile, families are being murdered. Yeah. Crazy. And it does. It, it, it reminds us of, it reminded me of, of, of Phil a little bit where. Um, and so we're, we're very clear, not Phil, like Hartman or, oh, or Donahue. Right. Yeah, uh, the Brief and Frightening Reign of Phil by George Saunders. See <laughs> episode two. Yeah. Anybody that's been listening for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Know. Recorded uh, literally uh, five days after the election. Yeah. So. A lot of people were pissed at, and at I work with several Phils, so not to be included, you know, <laughs> yeah. confused with any of them. In, in no way are we disparaging <laughs> them. No. So back uh, to your point. Yeah, he has that group um, walking on the outer rim of uh, Horner, or um, that that are just they literally just walk in a straight line, follow each other single file, and, and drink Starbucks coffee essentially, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's just that that's that's a constant. That's a constant. You have these constants that are almost like. I don't know blankets or something like that that you can that you can always fall back on and and, and go back to where you can kind of forget and, and remove yourself from reality and I I just it's 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 shocking to see that like I could read this as calmly and as sort of easily as as I could whereas when I read Phil the first time uh, I was I was pretty shocked and I was that can't was, happen. Right, like there's yeah. no fucking right. way, and it's well, it's like um, what's his name? Uh, it c- it couldn't happen here. Uh, by uh, who's that? By was it by Upton Sinclair? Um, I don't, I'm not familiar I'm with sorry. it. Yeah. In any case, it's it's basically spells out you know 60 years ago what what, what is happening now. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I also think it helps that it's it's told through the through the eyes of a child. So yeah, there's yeah. some there's innocence there, you know. Absolutely, yeah, and I that's the thing that I that I worry now is is. I catch myself second guessing things that I'm surprised I'm second guessing, mm-hmm. you know, who have always been a reliable source and why would it change now? But I'm, I'm wary of everyone pulling the wool over my eyes now. Um, and we have a generation that's, that's grown up only knowing that now. Um, and that looking at, looking at, um, you know, my students and stuff like that, I'm really like, and they're they're staunch supporters of social media and, and the and the internet and all that it can do, and they're like, well, look at um you know how how we organize this and we organize that and we organize this, and we wouldn't be able to do it otherwise unless we put it into a meme. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and yeah, and 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 part of me is Big. part of me is like, yeah, of or, course, you know, it's a, a great gift. vehicle. It's a great <laughs> vehicle. 
um, for those things. But then also I wonder like, um, wh- where is it, is it pulling us asunder? Like where, where is it tearing us apart? Um, and, and where is it making you mistrust everyone and everything? Because if we take everything with a grain of salt, we don't genuinely attach ourselves to anything. And that's what I'm seeing most as a repercussion is that we're, we're never genuinely 100% behind anything. We're mm. always taking everything with a grain of salt. And there's there's something that... Well, that, there's mistrust. Right. And, and I think that, that with that, there, there's, there's something that is, is going to begin to crumble and, and unravel and fall apart because that. Because at some point, there Nick has to be... Nick swears there's going to be a civil war and we're all going to die. Well, the latter I'm not 100% sure of, but I do, I do think... <laughs> that we're all going to die? Well, I, I think death comes for us all, uh, for sure. But I, I do think that there is... having a is... lot of fun here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> scheduling this. Yeah. <laughs> I do... Well, and, and what do you guys think? Like, looking at this, this is what's happened, right? It's led to basically what I've... I, you know, and, and Jill attests this. I have been saying for, for a number of years now um, that I really do think that... The, the, the things that are being exposed every day in our society um, have been here for a really long time. We've chosen to ignore them. The people who have tried to alert us to them uh, have been silenced, shut up in some way. And now they're unavoidably in our face. And I think my thought is that it is going to result in violent confrontation before it results in diplomacy and, and sort of amicable peace. I agree with that. I hope it doesn't come to that. Right, but that's everybody's thing. I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. Said. I hope it doesn't. No, some people do. These motherfuckers that are like, I've got a thousand guns. That's what they are hoping yes. for. <laughs> yeah. That yes. is what they are Literally. waiting for. They got the shelter like, yeah, right. in place. Um, like right, the re- but, 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 like but, the recent white person march. Excuse uh, me? The, the... <laughs> oh, help me. <laughs> What's the recent? Well, are you talking about with like the tiki torches? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh okay. that wasn't too recent. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's recent yeah, enough. Yeah. It's, me, it's like me saying the other day and it was like six years ago. So yeah, no, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. But you're right. It was last year. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But it... and, and how Fox News and different places they, yeah, reacted to that. They want it to, so yeah. they can like, but these people, oh, we yeah. told you you were... Why are you attacking us? Yeah, they were like training for it. Yeah. Like yeah. they wanted it. They were ready yeah. for it. I mean, they, yeah. yeah. They're, that, they're, the, they're that asshole that plays Mortal Kombat and they just freeze you all the time when they pick Sub-Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let us play. Can't even get a hit off. Yeah. So, so here's the thing that we, we touched on earlier that I wanted to bring up too. Um, what do you think about the father being responsible? You know, that's thrown around a bunch because of his arguably slacktivism where he's just on social media, just bashing, 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 bashing. And then the other side is actually out there doing something with weapons. You know, they're, they're, they're physically in the Mm. world, you know, uh, they're putting their money where their mouth is essentially. Right. Right. Where he's just all talk. Right. And then he's to blame for their house burning down. Um, I don't know. Do, do we think that he was being tongue in cheek there? No, I, I think there's a couple of things. And one of those is, is a, uh, a lot of people need to be smacked in the fucking mouth to know not to. You can't just fucking run your mouth. Yeah, Blam. like you yeah. need to get a smack in the because you're an mouth. asshole. Whether yeah. you're on the left <laughs> or you're on the right, absolutely. Yeah, shut the fuck up. That you know? that is a bipartisan deal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that, and then there's also uh, you need a smack <laughs> in the <laughs> fucking <sir>? mouth. <laughs> psh, psh, psh. <laughs> Can you imagine how? much better we would all get along 
If someone, you know what? If you can just get a nice smack in the mouth when you're being a dick. Yeah, you know that'd what? be great. I, yeah. I know. I, yeah, when, I need wouldn't one. Wouldn't you hit back then? Then you'd be in a fight. Then you'd have civil war. But well, here's, hopefully, let me, you have civil war. You get the smack, and then you're like, "Well, Ooh, that's, maybe that's, I, that's, uh, I should have said let me, that shit." Let me throw can this I, out there. Sorry, you can finish no, your point. So, yeah, of and, course. And two, the story wrestles with, um, and I wrote it. It's not a very, it's not a deep cut theme, but a theme of sins of the fathers, literally, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. Uh, uh, figuratively. Hmm. You yeah. know, the the people in charge now, the the yeah. kids are are dealing with it. Right? Absolutely, from the story from point of view of children. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really, really big point. Yeah. Um, that's one that I find my AP line classes talking about all the time, all the time, because we're looking at argument and rhetoric constantly. And um, I look to them and I find myself actually having to bite my tongue sometimes because I'm about to say previous generations fucked it up. Previous generations ignored it. And it's falling squarely on yours and my shoulders. Um, more so yours. Right. And and I'm looking and, and, and I think to myself, Wow, like you, you really, for all the, the, the shit that people give the, the younger generation and stuff like that, they're very aware of how fucked the world is in ways that I never was when I was that age mm-hmm. and couldn't be, right? How would we have? Well, yeah, you, you took the right. SATs and global warming was on there, right? But it was an yeah. abstract idea and you mm-hmm. saw it here and there. And we can fix it. Like we'll fix it. Going to your stream and pulling out the six pack rings and cutting them was enough and you were doing something, yeah. you know, whereas they are really aware of the, I want to say trillions of tons of fucking plastic of the sperm whales coming up on shore with 56, you know, hundred pounds of plastic inside them. Middle school mm-hmm. kids you know, science projects are how do you get rid of the 16 mile wide, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever like the, the garbage There's patch. Like six that's, of them. that's like bigger than two Texases. And, yeah. and, and they're aware Texas. of that, you know, and the one thing that we were aware of was that at any, at any point, Great contribution. Uh, <laughs> at any point, and and this is something that, that I I don't know. I, I came to the realization of a few years ago. Like like we live now with the constant in the back of our mind. We know that at any point all of us could be wiped out because nuclear power exists, right? Because nuclear weaponry exists. And and even a hundred years ago that wasn't the case. I kind of hope so. so. I don't. So you're go like alone. living. You're living in this sort of like world where you're afraid of like natural disasters but you can reconcile that because that's whatever act of god or you know whatever you want to call it but now humans actually have in their power to destroy the world right so that's one layer of anxiety that i think exists within all of us whether we are conscious of it or not and now we have this extra one where we have constant information all the time we have this generation that absolutely is so aware and i think that sins of the father thing is really huge and i i I think you're right it is it is purposeful because we're a country that always goes back and 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 calls the guys who you know founded this country the founding fathers right that's that's our rhetoric that's our that's our vernacular and and i i feel like what this story achieves is is a conversation that we've had over and over and over again and i think where i landed was are we going to continue to, to, to smirk and smile at the funny parts or are we going to finally concentrate on the serious parts a little bit and stop distracting ourselves? I think everyone's scratching their asses and laughing at their farts. It's like idiocracy, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, you know, and, and, ah, God, this is where, this is where we're headed. Like, it felt like it was inevitable. Civil War. Once they got out of the safe place, which was Ikea, and they went 
to feed the beacon of, to of target. hope, essentially, to target, which I is mean, essentially the same thing. So the, so the, well, it's not <laughs> the same thing as Ikea. Listen, Ikea and Target's different. Ikea okay. is I have, I have notes. I have notes Dwayne. on this, that as well. <laughs> I don't have notes. So, um, <laughs> He's pointing I'm to a piece the of paper. Note yeah. that, that doesn't exist because I don't have notes. <laughs> Interesting choice by Josh Russell to pick Target as opposed to, okay. say, Walmart. Right. right. That would have been a cheap... Walmart would have been one of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Why Target? Because Target appeals to the bourgeois sensibilities of. Uh, you mean you mean Target? The, yeah. The middle people who say that. Middle class. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to Walmart, which middle class people certainly shop at tar- uh, Walmart. Oh no, they couldn't go to Walmart anymore. Target is just. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think it's curious. Josh Russell did a very good job of really just. For Josh Russell, if you're listening, fuck you for just touching all the right buttons. <laughs> he hit everything. He's just man. like tap, 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 <laughs> tap, <laughs> tap, and like one is fine. It's like I can shake that off, right? Yeah. But he just keeps tapping them. It's like, God it's damn it. like you he know, played it's Operation and successfully removed every single one of the pieces without touching the buttons. Which is what is successful about this story. Uh, as it relates to the idea of like peeling back these layers, yeah. just layer by layer until Absolutely. you're, until you're left with nothing or you're just like fucking frustrated. Yeah. You know? Um, so many layers, the story is like an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah, I, I think, um, the only last thing I was, I was going to point out was and ask, is there a way Back. And I, th- I think w- when we're looking at he, he kind of brings it to that idea of, you know, and, and it's 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 that notion of the owners, right? The people that own the Ikea's that own the Walmart's that really do have all these lobbyists and actually are using our government officials like puppets and, and essentially have them in their pockets and stuff like that's not conspiracy. It's very, very real. And so when we're thinking about it, you know, like, is there a way to ultimately at some point find our way back to the mom and pop to, 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 to a place where the middle class actually existed to a place where we can actually be part owners of our country in a way that we were previously. And of course there was always, but like oil is a relatively new thing. All the things that made these families and these people so prosperous and, and able to have their tentacles on fucking everything, you know, like they were goddamn Cthulhu is like when we're thinking about it, all these natural resources and stuff like that, that have since run out in the garbage slash destruction age. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, are, call are back gonna... to the Joe Gatford episode a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yep. Like the, the, this plastic, we talked about already yeah. without even thinking about it. Yeah. That's what's, that's what, is there going to be a time where, where, where we, we get to that apex and then it, and then it fucking levels out. And, and, and we find our way, we find our way back or, or is that, you know, that really sort of like, I, I hate to, to answer that with a, with a platitude, but I think the way back, I bet you do in your head, you just kick yourself, I'm hating myself your, right your now. Brain, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, here it goes. Uh, I think the, the only way to go back is to move forward. Oh, God. Okay, so you I, sick I, to your stomach, Mike. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> so people want to go back to the way it was, 
Sure. Which is, you know. But it's not, I wasn't doing a, a let's make America great No, again. I understand. Yeah, okay. but a lot of people are. Oh, right. Yes, that's Yeah, a true. lot of people are. But the way to go back to that, to gain whatever, the, to obtain whatever that ideal is, is to move forward and let progress take uh, take its course. Electric sure. energy. Sure. Renewables. Sure. Solar power. Self-driving cars. Technology. Marxism, robot bodies. <laughs> I'm down for the last one. I'm down. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Daniel's been Dan, Daniel's been pushing that one for a while. Um, Silent fist But pump. people want that uh, the simple life, right? But there's nothing simple about obtaining that that simple life anymore. Yeah. Um, My fear is that it has nothing, to come from that violent confrontation. It's going to yeah. right. The simple yeah. life was born out of. A major world war. Absolutely. Right? It was the second war after the war that was supposed to end all wars. End all wars, yeah. So we had a, mm. we had a fucking another one of those. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, and it was ah. worse. Somehow it was worse. So the simple life was, or, or what we were fed, yeah. was somehow born out of this idea of everything's good now, right? Except we had a Cold War, and then we had a well, Korean War, wars, we had a Vietnam War. All these wars are finger-pointing, right? They're always yeah. finding a scapegoat, right? Some group is, is, is mm-hmm. always the scapegoat in these. And, and my thought is, is you know, ultimately, when we're, when we're looking to the, quote, simple life or, or, or to get back, like, some sort of sense, like, we've demonized those ideologies that could potentially get us there. Not to say that I staunchly agree with them or even have a full knowledge of things like Marxism, communism, socialism, those things that, that do sort of like, you know, sort of, um, uh, spread wealth. Mm. Um, I do feel like we're limited in the options that we have. The only thing that I've ever seen and call back to the very beginning with one story putting, tons of their efforts into um education right they go and go to various schools and they do this is i feel like that you know uh grant wiggins is a a really sort of important uh educational theorist and philosopher and stuff sounds like like a fake name but uh, continue he wrote something uh (laughs) about reshaping years ago a few years ago he wrote something about reshaping the education curriculum in the united states and one of the things that he that used to be part of the curriculum and he wants he wanted or suggested to put put back in a couple things actually. First was philosophy, used to be on the high school curriculum. Second, uh, dance. Um, on that note, yeah, let's maybe maybe some final thoughts. Absolutely. Um, I think the king of the animals really does, like you said, push all the buttons, right? Um, Brilliant. And does, I hate does, Russell. It's a good read. Does them does them it's a well. Very good read. Absolutely. Quickly. Quick. Quick. Good read. Yeah. It's and and, and I think if you're if you're in the market to get to get a subscription to a to a, a journal, um, one story is fantastic because it's not actually a journal. It's one story that you get delivered to your home uh, every month. And you know, I I I support this, and I think it's really important because they're giving voice to. Um, writers like this and ideas that I think are, are, are really, really necessary to come to your doorstep. Um, and, and they are huge uh, proponents of education and, and educating young people to, um, when they see something in the world, perhaps turn it into something like this um, rather than become overwhelmed 
and and be what we see, which is you know a dramatic rise in anxiety and depression in our young people. And I think it has in large part to do with the amount of information that is, they're privy to that we never were. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 with that, he's he's touching upon that. Um, and and saying you know where does it end where what what's going to happen and, and it escalates very very quickly with as someone pointed out those liberties and, and freedoms being chipped away and taken from us little by little until we're left with fleeing to fucking Florida <laughs> and beyond who knows yeah yeah um, how about Canada l- listen this isn't the Handmaid's Tale so settle <laughs> down all right. we already covered that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a really good point until that. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. What a uh, I think I got it. I think it's coming back. Okay. Um, years ago, in another life, I studied acting for, for a number of years. That number is three. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Me too. And I, I had this, you know, I didn't know how to express this artistic thing that I had inside me, whether it's music or writing. I was like, let me try acting in my mm-hmm. early 20s. Mm-hmm. And a thing that one of my acting coaches said is, listen, we're not up there like curing cancer. But mm. what we might do is inspire somebody to do that. Who mm. might? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So what I, what I, uh, one story delivering these great stories, and we could even say just literature being delivered to you via mail, snail mail, or email, or you have a digital subscription, or you're just thumbing through, you know, the uh, internet on your toilet, <laughs> is is it can hopefully inspire you to actually, uh, uh, <clears throat> it can inspire you to action. Yeah. Right. Creating the story is one person's action. Sharing it is another person's, usually mm. just an editor. Sure. So that's two people, right? Yep. And you give that to somebody, they read it, and hopefully that, that, that that's more than just another person. That's a web, you know? Ten people what? read the story. How many, what's the description of this? Maybe, maybe a thousand people get one story? I, I don't know, know, actually. Right? I don't so know now a thousand people read this. Be available. <laughs> and maybe those thousand people, out of those a thousand, maybe ten are like... They're advertisers. Fuck, they you know? Me. That's right. Let me yeah. organize something. Yeah. So I think that is... Uh, um, what the role of art can be in these times. Yeah. And, I, and I applaud one story for publishing the story. I yeah. applaud Josh Russell for writing this story because this is their, uh, uh, their call to action. It's a small, it's a step. So absolutely. Anyway, that, that's my final thought. And I'm that's a fantastic one. Going to drink more of this that delicious West one. Cork blended Irish whiskey. <laughs> bourbon cash drink. <laughs> that is really good. Yeah. Really, really smooth. I had a thought, but Daniel really, did a nice job there. That was uh, very good. That was very. I was. Um, it, that's exactly what I think. I hope for as a writer and as a teacher is that I inspire somebody. Yep. Um, so I can't really say much more than that because you did it perfectly. I so, think we well should done. kiss. <laughs> I am willing to do that <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Or another silent high five. They've been giving each other silent high fives all, yeah. all past. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. paid witness. Um, absolutely. Any any closing uh, thoughts, dear? Um, no, I think. You guys all said it already. I really appreciated the story. It was very digestible. It was it was good to read and kind of make comparisons for someone who's not a teacher, who's not a writer. Um, it really spoke to me. So I would definitely recommend it. And I think, you know, as a short story too, right? Like, Yes. That's all I got is yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> as a short story too. Cheers. Cheers. 
and the plastic cups. <laughs> we are very glad to be able to offer a glimmer of hope in this very, very peppy cast. <laughs> but uh, I can uh, please direct you towards social media, which we sort of railed against, um, <laughs> <laughs> to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast on Twitter at bookrecordbeer, and on Instagram at book.record.beer. Don't... don't Think we forgot about you, iTunes listeners. We love you. Thank you so much. And oh, everybody yeah. else who doesn't listen on iTunes, please do. It's uh, it's it's easier than SoundCloud, but it's also <laughs> <laughs> still free. But, yeah, but still free. So yeah, um, enjoy your evening or your day whenever you listen to this. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Cheers. <laughs>